Hello. 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 Oh, we're live. It's working. <laughs> Here we go. Right, we've um, we've come up with a plan because people say it's going to be easier for them to watch on YouTube. So we're going to do this. Right. And we're going to simultaneously go on YouTube. So I'll sort that out okay. first, and we can post the link of that, and then we can get going. But they're not going to see you; they'll just see me ugly face. Right. Um, so definitely not right. Cause I'm using my phone, obviously. No, you sound perfect. Right. Okay. Um, right. Let's see if it's going to work. Is it working? Just message me. Don't speak. Computer on. Can I ask you something? Right. Yeah. Ashley. I asked me something. All right, okay. I don't know if it was me you were talking to. Um, Sorry. So, uh, is he on the actual podcast and people follow mm-hmm. you? Am I supposed to follow them back or what? Um, no, you don't have to. Like, if they follow you, they can just follow you and they can see when you go live and stuff. But don't You don't have to follow them back. Um, and people right. from Stereo come on as well. Um, let me just grab this link. Have you got the link you can share, Brownie? Who, me? I know, Brownie, he's sitting here helping me. Like, so if you sort that link out, and I'll just speak to Kirsty. So for us, I'm not going to speak to you, Brownie. Right, so we'll just record this on here, and then it'll be posted later on. People might drop in and drop out and stuff as we go. Um, so we'll start off by saying hello and welcome. A very special episode of Mouth of the Clyde. We've got a guest today. It's just me who you're used to and bored of, Ashley, again. Um, you could be watching this on YouTube, in which case, welcome. You get to see my ugly mug today. Um, but we're joined by Kirsty McGregor-Barnes, psychic medium today, say the well. Applause, applause, applause. Um, we're going to just have a nice chat this evening. You can send in voice messages to speak to Kirsty, or you can contact us on any of our social media, and we can pose a question to her if you don't want to come on and, and speak to yourself. So any of the Mouth of the Clyde social media, you can speak to us or post a wee voice note that you'll see below that you can do it and interact with us live. Um, we'll start off by saying thank you so much to our sponsors, the Inverclyde Boiler Company, who are always sponsor Mouth of the Clyde and our podcast and everything, and we appreciate them so much, and all the local businesses around here in a nice wee community, and we appreciate them so much. Um, so we'll get going and introduce Kirsty. Hi, thank you so much for coming. Hi, thank you very much for having me. Um, well, thank so you very much for asking me. <laughs> <laughs> We're so excited to have you. Um, it's kind of your first foray in the podcast, isn't it? Absolutely, I've done a, a radio um, before, but I've never done this, so yep. You're a bigger celebrity than me. I'm just, I just we daft podcast here. We will. Um, <laughs> I am not a celebrity <laughs> at all. <laughs> um, so I've got interview questions for you. So I'll sort of pose them to you. But if anybody's got any like questions for Kirsty or wants to have a chat with her, put a wee comment on us or send one into us, and um, you can interact with us as well. So just to start us off, like there's probably a lot of like I don't know misunderstandings and miscommunications about psychic mediums. So what actually is psychic mediumship? And if you, if somebody's been a psychic before or had their cards read or something before and they came to you or came to another psychic medium, would they have the same experience going to different ones or would it always be different? Uh, well, a psychic and a medium are two different things. So mm-hmm. everybody is psychic. Everybody's got that psychic ability where you know that you're thinking about somebody, the phone rings, or you know somebody's going to say something. Everybody's got that kind of inner knowing. Everybody's got an intuition. Just depends how often you use it, how often you're led by it. You can also 
uh, using a psychic link, you're reading about a person's life, the things that's actually going on around about their lives and stuff. Um, being a medium is actually connecting to the spirit world, which is uh, another link entirely. Um, mm-hmm. So that's connecting to the to the afterlife to prove that life is eternal and that no one dies. It's just the physical. Um, an experienced or a professional medium would be well developed um, in such a way that the only way that you should be responding to them is a yes, no or a don't know and very, very rarely you should get asked a question as that's a medium's job so it's like, say, I always explain it in my own terms actually so it's like you've got a joiner in to build you to put a door on you would, they wouldn't ask you how to cut the bit they would know how to do it you would just be mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's right or whatever and that's the same thing and very often within all this, you get people, then we do get a bad name and we get called the charlatans and all the, the rest of it. But um, mm. there is a lot of people that exploit the psychic medium side of things, the way that they exploit everything everything else in the whole world. Um, so it really does come down to reputation, word of mouth, all that kind of thing and knowing exactly what it's all about. An experience with a psychic medium will be... Some people say they're a spiritualist medium if they're part of a spiritualist organisation. Um some people all just say they are spiritualists because they live their life that way. Um, and other people say psychic medium. I just like to put out what people know and understand and anything else they want to know, I just explain. But we do all work similar, although we, we're all, we work similar for the same, we should all be doing it to make people feel better. Um, but we, we all um, have our own ways, I suppose, um, of working. Um some mediums are out there giving it, I am a wonderful one, I am this fantastic person that's like 100% every single time, and you know, none of us are. It's quite like tuning into a radio station, sometimes it's tuned in better than others, so for us all, it's the exact same thing. Um, working as a medium, it depends, you really need to work on self all the time, because you have to be all right yourself, and be able, have a lot of self-awareness. Um, in order to be all right with the energy that comes forward from the spirit world and to differentiate between the two and be able to pass over messages like effectively and know that take you out of that and know it's all about your sitter and the, the spirit side of life and connecting both of them together and it all comes down to love and that's what connects us all so if that answers your question <laughs> it does it definitely does so how did you like get into this have you always had that sort of mediumship ability then that you've always sort of been able to communi- communicate with spirit or um so uh, the my route into this hasn't been particularly easy to be fair um growing up and things i was always uh, like, amongst friends or whatever i was always known as the weirdo the freak and i'm not i know i'm allowed to say it here i was known as the weirdo the freak and the spooky bitch <laughs> and, um, <laughs> don't you say that cause when you say that it happens all that kind of thing and it was like you're a jinx but it wasn't me it's a jinx it's me I just was picking up and things so even though I've always been this way I didn't know what I was like I didn't know I thought like a medium I thought in gypsies in terms like what you see in like cartoons and I grew mm-hmm. up watching Scooby-Doo with gypsies on it and stuff like that so as a child you're like you, you believe it's this um, person sitting at a crystal ball and all that stuff and fortune tellers that's a whole other different thing as well so um i've always had my ability but when you open up and start going into development you never stop learning you learn more and more it's about discipline but you're linked with the spirit worlds between you and them and how committed you are to that as well and how much of yourself that you um suppose that you're giving over to them at the same time how mm-hmm. much you're willing to blend um 
to answer your question, I, I have always been this way, but in the professional side of it, I suppose, and being fully insured and doing what I do professionally has been the last seven years. So, mm -hmm. right, it's so been a... It... Sorry, on you go. Sorry, I was just going to say, is there some sort of, like, you said, that, you know, you, you've been sort of, like, almost verified or, like, you do this professionally. Is there some sort of step you have to take to, I don't know, let's say, like, a union you register with or, you know, you know what I mean? Like, how do you sort of differentiate if somebody's going to go to a psychic or how would they say, oh, that's a good one or they're just in it for the cash? Sadly, the only way, it is always word of mouth. Um, and a lot mm -hmm. of people go independent that have a great ability. Um, the reason there's a lot of people that's independent out with um, national bodies of spiritualism is because maybe they are not agreeing um rules and regulations that are quite man-made. It's like spiritualism is a religion as well, so it just depends how far in you go. Um, so... I don't really know how to verify that. Would just be word of mouth. Um, I'm not really into for myself. I don't. There's people that advertise, advertising. It's the big shows and all the rest. I mean, I've been to some really good people that are like that as well. But um, I don't know. I would always go on recommendations, and your gut feeling will tell you who's right for you because one medium isn't right for another, and who you might find great might not be great for the next person. So mm -hmm. you really just use your own intuition with that one as well. Um, there is actually a law um, that's where the insurance purposes come in um, if somebody is proven to be false um, not mm -hmm. doing it for the right reasons um, they can be taken to court so um, that's a new law oh wow that's interesting um, you've got like a lot of stuff going on you've got like you've built this lovely community around yourself and you've got other projects going on can you tell us a bit about them um, <laughs> what do I start with <laughs> <laughs> oh dear me um just through the medium side of things through the spiritualist side of things um, I have to, I call it the spiritual mission, so I've got Port Glasgow Spiritual Mission and Linwood Spiritual Mission that were both founded by me and my husband um, who helps me as well um, we run um, was every Tuesday in Port Glasgow Town Hall and every second Thursday in um, Class Care in Linwood in Renfrewshire every second every second Thursday up there um, also a development circle a self-development circle every second Thursday so basically because of lockdown uh, because of Covid and everything happening we were closed but then it's like people were asking when are you opening again and mm -hmm. there's obviously a great need in the community at times where people have that's maybe their one place they had to go so I decided to take more services online via Zoom every Thursday evening Um so yeah, we do that every Thursday evening. Um, you can find details on our Facebook pages. Um, I've got a self development circle that runs on a Wednesday. Um, that is a closed circle, but looking to venture into more, and it just goes by interest, really, like who who approaches me and who wants to get involved in things. Um, with self development side of things, my um, professional career was in mental health. So I've got over 20 years' experience in mental health. So I kind of combine both sides of it. Like I said, you have to know yourself before you're starting to work with a high vibrational, a high energy of the spirit world as well, and combining both of them. Mm -hmm. um, so I have got that. But the spin off from that as well, where I, like I've got. I do fundraising, I do a lot of fundraising through it as well. And it's all headed under the Spiritual Mission Society that we have. 
Um, and it basically is just giving to not-for-profit causes that really need that extra boost and that lift. Um, we've, I've been dedicated to working with, just to mention, the Rohad Association. That's for children with a rare life-limiting um, condition. Um, it's so rare there is no funding that goes into getting research started for it. Um, so we have been on board with that for four years, um, doing um, a theatre show alongside other mediums and things um, with... Uh, for Aaron Hunter, who won the Pride of Britain Awards, I think it was last, no, two years ago. Um, so I'm friends with Mum Lisa Hunter, um, and they've got the Rohad Association. So we have been involved with that for four years. We've done like a waxing challenge and things, <laughs> donated as well to the local um, rehab for drug addiction and alcohol addiction services. Um, so they weren't uh, they weren't granted any funding, so they were looking for funding. They've been under um, fear of getting closed down for quite some time, um, and that was part of my professional career was mental health and addiction services, very close to home for a lot of reasons. So uh, we put money into there as well. We've also try to think of everything. Uh, the the face masks and the hand creams we've donated money to that we've there's a lot of things I do out with the spiritual mission um services but it's still part of it so this time last year I was getting geared up to be the Easter bunny and that will be happening this year <laughs> as well and just we're doing an egg hunt this year last year it was handing Easter eggs around all the community um round about Moan area right enough um and during Christmas there. I was the elf who, if anybody lives in Inverclyde, there was a Christmas tree tied to the roof of my car and the lights were on and I was driving about blasting Christmas tunes and it was really just to get everybody's spirits going at a really tough time as well. Um, I'd went into Coston, Port Glasgow, dressed an elf, handing out selection boxes to even adults and things, asking if you've been a good boy and girl with you. <laughs> smiles it brought to people were just phenomenal and it's just about really lifting everybody's spirits. And being called a spiritual mission for me, I think people think we're from some uh, Bible-bashing community. <laughs> no offence to anybody, but it's not what it's about. Leading a true spiritual life is being your most true and authentic self. And that means being a person from comes from a place of love and just being able to be kind. And real kindness comes from a place of not, not expecting anything in return, really just putting goodness and kindness out there. Mm -hmm. And being the mission is basically is my pal Jill, who does a portrait of my services. She's amazing. We really are on a mission. <laughs> that's like, well, that's why we are the spiritual mission. So I think people get it mixed up that you can't go into it because if you're this or you're that religion or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I grew up, I, I grew up a Roman Catholic. That's the religion I was born into. So according to them, I'm raising the dead doing what I do. You know, it's a natural <laughs> ability. So um, it's like... I just like the freedom of it. You can believe in whatever you want. God to you might be, God to me is an energy and it works through us all. God to you might be a goat. So it mm -hmm. doesn't matter to me as long as you have a faith system, a faith belief system. And if that faith is through kindness, then it's working. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that's what it's all about. So when it comes to if you're, you know, sort of speaking to somebody and communicating with spirit on their behalf, does it help if they're sort of more in tune with their, like, their feelings and where they meditate or whatever it is that if they're not open to these sort of things like can you sort of almost send somebody that's like a disbeliever or if they're sort of closed off to it my experience everybody's got different experiences of that and most times for me not always but most times somebody will come to me as a non-believer ends up being the most um 
open <laughs> they end up being the most receptive to that their, their messages and stuff it's been quite strange i've had people come and sit in front of me and it's like um oh i don't really know if i believe in this or uh, nobody can read me um all that kind of thing and a lot of times as well with readers it comes down to their own confidence and how their energy feels combined with another person's i mean we don't all gel with everyone um, but it's one of them things. I don't. I can't really speak for anybody else. To be fair, um, but um, people do. If so there's a whole thing, don't fold your arms and leave your body language open. That's not what it's about either. Like I always, I always sit with my arms folded because it's comfortable. I've got a belly. I can put my arms in that. So I'm going to sit that way. Like so. And people say, oh, uncross my arms. And I'm like, just be comfortable. It's not like that. It's like your love for your people in spirit that combine them energies and my openness to let them share mine. So it's like I'm a telephone receiver for spirit mm-hmm. to communicate with. And that's basically how it works. There's so, a lot of people tell you to have all the answers. And I would like to know what, what point they died and went to spirit and come back with them answers. Because... Um, mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And even though I'm a medium, I get very sceptical myself of things like that. It's like, even I don't know all the mechanics or how it works. I can just kind of tell you the explanation of why it works the way it works. But it mm-hmm. just does. So for you to, like, um, be able to know what spirit is saying to you, do you have to do something to get, like, in the zone, so to speak? Or can you just be, like, walking about the supermarket and be like, oh, I can send somebody with you? <laughs> There's such a thing they call a leaky tap in the world of spiritualism and that's the people that walk about the supermarkets and um, they start, I've never really understood that, going about just handing out messages to people because you mm-hmm. may be connecting to people's loved ones in spirit but they are, that freaks them right out, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you would wait till someone approaches you. If I've ever had anything for anyone, I would then take it to the spirit world and I would say, if you want me to speak to this person, you need to make an opening for me to be able to speak to them. And then it'll either happen that it doesn't happen, the person leaves, and I'll say, right, that's fine, you'll need to find another way. Or I'll say, or if it does happen, this person will just randomly like pass me and bump into me and we start talking and then they'll bring it up in a conversation about how, whatever, and then I'll know that's my in. Um, mm. that I can start kind of bringing it into conversation and never, I don't walk about supermarkets and stuff and give messages, I mean it's so unprofessional as well, like I think people forget as well that you've got your own life to lead at the same mm-hmm. time you're in Tesco's filling your trolley for your shopping, it's like if I get anybody around me and I'm like hey, you've got my shopping and I'm going home for the tea <laughs> So do you have that, that when people know that you're a psychic medium they'll come up to you and be like oh can you tell me something like Oh, absolutely, a hundred percent. Friendships is it's quite it's quite a people don't understand it like really like how difficult it is leading this kind of life. You've got friendships as well. People that will mm. try to be friends with you, forgetting you're a human being that needs friends yourself or likes to have a strong friendship, but mm-hmm. they keep you close because you can tell them stuff. Yeah, I've even nice. had one person say to me, "Oh, it's handy if somebody let you around," you know, and. After the thing I said to them happened, they'd never seen them again. <laughs> so that's gross. Just, that's horrible. Uh, but it is, and that's and a lot of us will tell you it's a lonely life. This. Mm-hmm. So I can imagine. Um. Mm-hmm. So um, you get asked for the... a lottery numbers on a on a play <laughs> as well. I look at that constantly. Aye, I'm like, aye, I live in a mansion because I know what them numbers <laughs> are. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, aye. Mm-hmm. So like on the leaky tap thing, because like, we always say the news on most of the slides, 
do you ever like if you're watching the news or watching the prime minister or whoever speak and you go to like read down like you're talking shit like is your intuition like that you really don't want to know what i say when i see the <laughs> I prime minister i 100 percent guarantee you do not um i don't think it would be very good for me <laughs> if i viewed that opinion so uh, we can talk about that after an I, uncut conversation no, to be fair, I don't, I, I really don't, I, along the way I found that there's there's even mediums out there that will actually, they'll put down what I am as well, right? So, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's a class of people that's known as HSPs, which is highly sensitive person, and I seem to come under that category of those people, and a very, very sensitive empath as well. Mm-hmm. I feel things from people, um, constantly, um, so... I don't tend to watch TV. I don't watch the news and I don't read newspapers um, because I can't handle the negativity that goes on. I know it's there. Um, I've got friends, I've got people discuss it constantly. It's just, Mm -hmm. um, I know it's there. I'm not being ignorant. I know what goes on in the world. That's why I try to put the kindness and the good into the world. It's just, Mm -hmm. I can't sit and absorb that. And you know, I was a sociology student. I'm not silly enough to know how many people own the news channels and the news worldwide to know how well it's worded and how the clever use of language is used. So mm-hmm. I don't really buy into all that. I wouldn't say I've heard on conspiracy theorists either. I'm kind of like in the middle of, of both, but I think everything's kept close to the truth. And I just, I I don't really, I don't watch the TV. I don't, I, well, I watch like Netflix, but I don't watch the telly and, I don't watch the news. I don't buy into all that stuff. And with regards to politics and things, like I've just been disgusted with a whole lot yet. To be fair, mm-hmm. so that's been tough. Like, so not mm-hmm. even just the past year with COVID and stuff, but see if something big happens in the world, like when nine eleven happened or Dunblane happened, is stuff like that difficult for you? Like being so empathetic. Oh God, <laughs> you've no idea how many times I've cried over so many different things. I could even cry just by asking that question. I feel quite teary, but yeah. A hundred percent, like it's horrific. I, it is. It's it's horrible. Like even it's even when I'm on my Facebook and stuff, and I'm reading mm. certain stuff. And I mean, we obviously as a medium, and people put up for like asking for healing and whatever. Hundred percent, like I believe in it. I send it. I ask for it myself mm-hmm. at times, but there's just some. I'll just click like we care button because see if I go to see it, it rips me in two. Like I'm like so sensitive to it and things stick with me for a long time as well there's mm-hmm. probably a lot of people where I think I don't really care about their stories when I'm like going to bed with them in my mind you know what I mean so I um, absorb everything like a total, I'm, I'm a sponge of, we call that clairsentience as well clear feeling is what clairsentience mm-hmm. is and for me when I start my readings or my mediumship I, I work from feeling to start halfway There'll be a bit of debate over that, saying that's a psychic link, that I'll feel spirit around me. It's not that I see them standing in front of me. There's a lot of mediums that will claim that they see spirit standing there, and then you're, it's horrible, right? So they'll say, well, I've seen them standing there. And then I've asked this question, and it's like on my mind's eye. So it's really mediumships, like flashes going through your mind, or it's like pictures. So if somebody said to you, picture this, and you're what you're kind of picturing a story happening in your mind and you're laughing at it or whatever it's the same kind of way that it happens and I'm not saying that people don't see spirit standing in front of them but if I've ever seen spirit standing as a person it's been like in my mind's eye I can see the colour and things um, mm-hmm. a rare occasion I've actually seen the person but it's like in front of me 
uh, but it's been like wiped. Um, not like ghostly, like no, uh, it's not. It, it's never frightening either. Um, mm-hmm. But more often, I it's like more a kind of feeling kind of thing. So I, for me, my, my strong point is a feeling thing, and that's where I start working from. Although I end up working with all my senses. Um, I. I feel like I probably know the answer to this because of the kind of person you are, but if you ever do a reading of somebody and you can see, like, oh, you're going to fail an exam or lose your job or something, do you ever hold any of that back or do you just give everybody the full everything? Do you know, I am a person of integrity and uh, I don't tell lies and sometimes it gets really difficult. You've got people that get into relationships, they so deserve to be in a beautiful relationship and they build themselves up and about this other person up in their way and you just I just know my whole energy inside just won't feel right and I know it's not going to work but you can't turn around and say it's somebody they obviously need this happiness in their life at this point and what difference is it going to make if you tell them anyway they're just going to go along about the day and hate you at the end for being <laughs> negative so you've you need to remember free will and everybody's here in their own journey in life to experience their own things everybody needs to experience sadness and pain and anger and love and hate and it's like how we evolve as human beings it's how we learn about how life works it's how we all grow in life at different periods at different times so it's not up to me to be able to tell some of these things somebody comes to me for a sitting um and i'll use cards as well when i do my sittings and in them cards i'm like do you want to focus in any areas of your life in particular you don't always pick up from them cards what the the question the answer to that question is but probably, I'm going to say eight times out of ten, you will pick up um, either from Spirit or from the cards anyway um, what their question is. And if they're asking you directly, there is personal responsibility involved. And that comes along with doing self-development and what you're putting into your own development and how professional you are about giving that answer. Um, I mean, Ashley, I've been on the receiving end of like a horrible, horrible reading myself. Um, at one point when I was told um, I was planning to get married um, to my now husband and was told that um, uh, what was it? the wedding wasn't going to go ahead and uh, don't date, it's not right, shelf that all, just shelf it, you would rather lose your deposits and lose all that money and blah, blah, blah. And here I was thinking that every, and I've got a most amazing husband and who's just perfect, right, honestly, and anybody that knows him will tell you and um here's me, I questioned every aspect of my relationship after that. So when it comes to yourself, it's not always as clear as it is for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I questioned every aspect. I really, really worried. And the reason being was because I had a reading from that person before it was really good. I think sometimes people become too comfortable and then they are too familiar maybe and then give you information. But that, that reading, that'll stick with me forever. Um, but actually along the way, um, what happened was um, my mum became terminally ill and we found out she had lung cancer and me and my husband had to bring her wedding forward a good few months um, so that she could be there um, and now we've been married for two years just over two years now so it's I, it wasn't a nice thing to be told that no. do you know what I mean so there's personal responsibility it comes but there's a lot of people that feel they've got an ability they don't do the development that goes with it and I, do you know you, you really need to it's like anything mm-hmm. You might have a skill, but you need to practice to learn. You need to take guidance to learn. And that's the way it is. So, see, speaking to your husband, do you mind sharing the story with how you guys met? I feel like it's like a, a Disney love story that I want everybody to know. Are you right talking about that? 
a Disney, so I don't even like Disney. <laughs> um, it's like, no, I'm at Wandy M and all. Um, no, but um, that's my inner goth. I'm not a Disney person. <laughs> <I'm> a, um, <laughs> um, my story, how I met him. So I met him for what I do, actually. So I was actually doing readings for this company at one point. Um, we'll not name them, <laughs> but uh, I was doing readings for this company at one point and I'd only just started with them. So it was like my third time in and um, I was asked to go to this pub because this medium of psychic had let the person down who owned the company and can you come? I was moving house and I was like, listen, I, I'm like waiting on a new bed coming, I'm moving house, I'll not be ready if I've got on ripped jeans and an open sleeve top, I've got a bandana in my hair like and no makeup and a pair of high tops and it was like, listen, I don't care. Just come along. It's just it's it's a wee pub and this and that. I was like, right, all right. Came along, went in. I ended up having to do the whole night myself. So basically, I was in a whole night making somebody else money, right? Um, yeah. But I was at the start of this. Um, but I I went along and I done it and I stood up and I was up. In the, we call it a platform, which is standing up the floor. And I work direct. We all work different. I don't build up and then hand it out. I'll I'll go to a straight to a person where I feel I'm drawn. Mm. Um. So at one of these points, I was up and I was working with this lady. Um, and I had this gentleman in the spirit world. I had his description, how he felt, and everything. Right down to my stash and my face could feel how it felt, everything about him. Um, and this lady was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I thought, you know, she doesn't look convinced by it. You need to pull something right out of the back here. But it's um, going to, like, total gel you together. And I, for um, personal um, reasons I can't say what I said, but um, mm-hmm. there was a name, and it's a well-known name that was used. Um, that a lot everybody in Scotland don't know the name um, <laughs> that was used that connected the these two people anyway in the person and spirit, and the everybody in the pub's jaws dropped, and it was like, <gasps> and I thought I didn't, I don't know where I was. I just got in this lady's car and she'd take me to where I was going, so I really didn't know where I was. And God Almighty, I thought I was getting shot at night. The way everybody reacted, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. <laughs> if I said, um, or if I could say a name, like this, would I know why? But there's a reason why I'm saying I thought I was getting shot, right? So. Um, and I was like, oh no, and it was like, how did you know that? And I was like, um, spirit told me. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, so after that, I was over doing my readings, and this guy kept coming over, and he's like, how does it work? I'm a non-believer, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, uh, and I kept kind of like, look, I'm, I'm, I was answering these questions, but I was going, I need to do my work. And, I th- and it is one of them things, when you do it, you're in a zone, and you mm-hmm. need to just, you just keep going. Um, and that's it. When when I when I do anything, there's reasons for that. One hundred percent apply myself to what I'm doing. I can't like get sidetracked or all not work. So, um, I so that was the way it was anyway. So then the next thing I got up and I mentioned this, I had slips of paper to get people for private readings. So I had this lady's name and I went up and called it. And she's like, oh, "It's me." And I was like, "You again?" It's the same lady. <laughs> and she came for the private sitting, and it was like a twenty minute reading or something like that. And where your cards, when you do a card spread, it depends what spread you've got and where the cards are lying. They'll all be different meanings to different things. It doesn't matter if you've got, like, a card in another area. It'll mean something else. So where her card was lying, which was the Two of Cups, which is in outside, it was the outside influence card, 
and I was like and I could feel all this love coming in and I knew it wasn't her and I was like somebody close to you soon like somebody really close to you soon is finding their soulmate this is a person they should have been with and they should have always been with but this is the right time now that they're finding them and this is like totally soulmates kind of thing mm-hmm. and she's like all right and she's saying have you got a card and I was like oh then I don't know if I'm so meant to be giving them out here, sis, but I've only got one. I'm not very good at promoting myself. I'm not one of them people. And then um, she said, uh, sorry, I'll not tell anybody. <laughs> so she took the card. And then I seen her talking to the guy in the way past, and I was like, it must be mother and son then, right? And I've walked past, and I said, is that your mum? And he went, aye. And I was like, well, I hope you're getting a reading with she gets me for a house party. And then the girl was taking me, was shouting on me to leave. And I was like, right. And so I left uh, with her and see for a whole week, my insides were like, who was that? But it, it was in my gut that was asking me who I was and I couldn't even think what they fully looked like or anything. And a week later, he added me to Facebook and two years later, I'm married to him because it was a lady's son. So I was talking about her son and myself. So I was serving ah. a church on a Sunday that uh, we met up um, and uh, he's like, do you want to come up with my mum's and all that after it? And I was like, oh God, damn, I all right, whatever. <laughs> and I got here and she said, as soon as I come in, I bet yeah, it was you and him you were talking. <laughs> 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 I was trying like, oh, open up. But um, I, it was pretty mental. So even though like I knew the situation and stuff, I honestly, I didn't know it was me I was talking about as well. So uh, um, everything we've done, our engagement, everything was all in us to our cups card. Everything was a theme for that. And, That's uh, amazing. But the guy, in the, spirit world, the guy in the spirit world was his dad. So I like to think that my father-in-law picked me for his son, even though he's in spirit. So, for sure. Uh, like, That's the best story ever. I love it. <laughs> I know I can't but I quite love it myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice. Um, so you're you, you did the, the Port Glasgow and Linwood Spiritual Mission, um, and you yep. have sort of like different people coming on every week and sort of doing readings and chatting. And it's like a lovely atmosphere. If nobody's ever been up before, I would like highly recommend it. It's, even if you don't get a reading, it's like even just to be there and being amongst it and like all the love and just nice people, but like minded people, it's lovely. And like for the the people that go there and do the readings, or for yourself, is it? different because of COVID that you have to do online or can you still feel the same energy just talking to somebody or is it harder? No, it's not harder at all. At most, uh, um, uh, well, you can do readings on the phone, can't you? Yeah. Usually I was doing Skype and FaceTime or on the phone. Um, it's a wee bit safer as well than going out of people's houses, although I've done all that as well, do you know what I mean? But um, I... Um, no, it's not harder. It's more to do. That's more to do with you bringing in your own logical mind, getting your nerves all racked because you're going to be on a screen. You're going to be on Zoom. That's today with mm-hmm. us, but it's never to do with your connection from the spirit world. It's between you and them. You don't need a telephone to be in your presence and somebody else is using it to connect with you. They mm-hmm. just need to talk through it, and basically that's what happens with me as a medium. And so I read this thing, like I was preparing for this and what I could talk to you about, um, and I read a thing, it says we are their heavens, and my mum's always said this to me as well because she's read this book about it, but anyway, is that a true thing that sort of like spirit don't really go anywhere, they're not in this sort of like luxurious, mystical place, they're about us all the time? Right, so there is my my mum and dad's headstone, I have a... I have a, a quote. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big sucker for quotes. I love them, right? 
and there's an extra beast on and it says it's Chief Seattle. It's by and it says on there um there is no death, only a change of worlds. And it's very, very true because what what we do when we pass into the spirit, well, this is our physical journey here. So this is one of the lives that we have to lead. When we mm. pass into the spirit, we're, we are made of energy. Science proves us we are made of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Energy can never be destroyed. It can only be changed. Therefore, when we pass away, it's the physical body, it's the shell that carries us, that dies, and that is the, that's the human condition and attachment that we, me, myself, like I cry over my mum as well, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a human attachment. We miss the touch. We miss the same kind of... Um, being able to cuddle a person to be able all of that we found importance in that connection rather than the feeling connection we've kind of made that more important and that's fine because that's your human life and that's your human journey that's what we're doing here but when you pass away it's your spirit that just very often spirit will come and they'll say it's like walking through and it's like walking through a door mm-hmm. there's many many stories out there of people passing away who's mentioned names of people in the spirit world that had came to visit them my mum done it as well that she was waking up from dreams and it was always people in spirit she was talking about and then she would get confused what was I saying there so it was it was obvious that these things were happening um but I I mean energy can be changed it uh, can be destroyed sorry it can only be changed so it's just another form that we take on there's a good book called the afterlife of Billy Fingers Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody's not read that, get that because um, that's about a lady whose brother passed into the spirit world and it's like him comes back, it's like she writes this book about the conversations they've had when he comes back and he kind of explains it in the book, well to her, through her um, like the levels in the spirit world that they take and personal, I will always take it from a personal perspective rather than as a book write, it's very good, I've read it but from a personal perspective and what I feel Typically now, two years on, I feel my mum's got more input into my life now, two years later, helping me than mm-hmm. I had up until now, right? But when my mum passed away, can complete between when she passed away and then when she got laid to rest, but that period in there, there was signs of her very much being still physically present around, like, my dog, I've got a Dalmatian, you throw a ball, it runs to a ball, drops it and runs away again but he's just he does what he wants right <laughs> and when my mum passed away I had a photograph there in the corner of the living room and I've actually got the video of my dog throwing the ball with mouth into the corner and then looking at the picture like constantly doing it and we were all sitting kind of watching them and I'm like she's here um so there is there's quite a number of things that um, I quite believe that until you lay somebody to rest um they are quite around their family and things and mm-hmm. I feel that in between times, um, they dip in and out of our lives. I don't think that they're constant right around us, but they are only a thought away because it's the love for them that we have that brings them close to us. Mm-hmm. So it's in them moments where you're thinking about them and you're crying and whatever, and I feel that's when they draw close, not just when you're crying, obviously. They share your joy and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Um, but they do come in and round about us, um, especially when we're thinking about them. Sometimes I feel my mum come in and she just, see if I'm not thinking, she just pops in now and again, run about me. And it's took me a long time to actually admit that's how I feel because mm-hmm. usually if I feel somebody coming in, I'll say, right, who is it? You get a, you get a build-up or somebody if you don't get a name or whatever it is. And when I was getting this feeling, I wasn't getting anything with it and I'm going, I wonder, I wonder. 
and there's been things along the way it's made me know that it is hard so now and again she just pops in and it's just like it's looking over your shoulder to be nosy so I um that's basically the way it is until we go to spirit we're not going to know ourselves the full truth well, exactly. um, I just hope that my interpretation of that is um, close to the truth because it's my experience so yeah. I'm, I'm not going to name and shame any particular person but do you ever watch like celebrity psychics and like people in the telly or like you know they go around like haunted houses or whatever and do you ever just look at them and be like you are a dick that's not even true <laughs> <laughs> Let me name all the ones I think are. No, I'm not going to that. Not over here anyway. Um, no, uh, we've all got opinions, haven't we? Everybody's mm. got an opinion. Who I like, you might not like, and vice versa, or whatever. And there's a medium in particular who's passed away now that people were like slagged off constantly. And I've met a guy and just thought he was an incredible human being, a mm-hmm. proper, lovely, lovely person. But also, what I do know is from my mentor uh, was Gordon Smith as well. So, and who's very down to earth and who's very clear cut and what he says as well. So it's like, and he worked on a certain programme on a telly and he bought out his contract because the media were asking him, could he not at least look scared? Like, so for the TV, it's very, aye, for the TV, it's very much... Um, Put a performance on. Aye, it is a bit of performance, yep, uh-huh. It definitely is. It's, it's, it's so that people watch these shows, and that's what you're on it for. That's what you. That's what you look for. I used to Would you ever do any that sort of thing, like go on like most haunted or something? Would you ever go in like haunted places? They probably wouldn't want me to do it because I wouldn't lie about it. Um, <laughs> so I quite believe that people are haunted, no places, and it's like what you put into something, you get back. So, say you were in spirit, right? Mm. Um, yourself, right? So you've got a husband, didn't you? Yeah. So you want to let him know you're still around. So you go into your house and you push something to make it move. Say that's what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Your husband then looks at that. He has a choice to go, oh my God, this place is effing haunted. <laughs> and then he tells somebody else and somebody else. The next thing you've got newspapers, what to do a story. And the next thing you've got all that, right? So you've got that choice or you've got somebody going, that's my Ashley. Mm-hmm. That's her trying to let you know she's there. So it's perspective and it's what energy you put into something that makes it turn out where it is. And I've felt, I didn't, I don't believe in the bad stuff, Ashley, I've got to say, but I have felt negative energies coming towards me before. Mm-hmm. Um, one very recently. Um, I know what direction that's coming from as well. That's the thing. And psychics always think they can, they, they absolutely insult each other by doing things. They think you don't, it's, it's, it's crazy, but you know what direction it's coming from as well, or you have a good idea. Um, but you can you just ask it to leave, or you pray, or you do what works for you. And I always work with Archangel Michael, who gets rid of all the negativity and um, cuts all your cords and sweeps through your house. The main man of the hierarchy, that he's a big guns, and that's who I always speak to, and who I believe in. Plus, mm-hmm. my mum and dad and things like that, because there's no messing with them when they were here, so it's not going to be in the higher side of life. Um, I so. I, I, would I ever go on anything? I would, I, I would, I would be open to it. I'm open to quite a lot of stuff. Um, depends what it was really, but I'm never going to lie for anybody and make it look mm-hmm. like something that's not. It's got to be real, or I just can't. I'm not much of a performer. <laughs> I just am <laughs> what I am, and usually when I make people laugh, it's because I'm just being me and they're laughing at me. But I don't mind that. Do you know what I mean? I can laugh at myself as well. But that's what we love. I, we love you for who you are. It would just need to be real. I. 
after. I'm not closed I'm... after. I have been asked that. I went on like a ghost hunting thing before, although I say spirit, and that's what it was called. And mm-hmm. I've done all that as well, but and could feel energy. Of course, you can feel energy. You can feel energy from where people have lived. Right. So a wee, um, a question for you. I'll play this, and then I'll go to my next thing. Oh, don't ask me for a lot of numbers. <laughs> what? So you're a psychic, right? What is your wildest premonition? Uh, have you? What is you've been? You know, like when you've been right about something, no one's believed you or something. What was your best premonition? Uh, I guess there's times whenever people think. You know, you don't have powers. <laughs> but I, I believe in you. And I would like to ask what was your wildest premonition, something that came right that you thought. Thanks, Zippy. Um, what, what was that person's name? Zippy Eglantine comes on all the time. <laughs> I'm sure his real name's not Zippy, but... Um, no. Eglantine? Eglantine, yeah. I think. You call him Zippy, you don't know what that's what we call him. Well, Zippy. <laughs> I used to watch Rainbow. <laughs> um, I, right, no, I get what you're saying. And I'll tell you as well, uh, while the guy was on, if you're saying he's coming on all the time, um, just to let him know as well, I know that he's got quite a, a good, strong psychic link, and I know that he links in with spirit himself. And the reason I know it's because I got my sign there when he was talking um, and when spirit come really close to people and I know they've got a, a shiver from head to toe and I got that there when the guy was talking so oh, can, uh, come back in and let me know if I'm right or wrong but I know that I'm right so uh, <laughs> I know he has that ability but he's probably trying to figure it out himself and the reason he's asked the question is probably and psychologically that is you know like me picking up but the reason behind that psychologically would be that he is um Maybe people are not believing him, and maybe he's feeling a bit less confident of having that ability as well. But he knows it's there and not being believed himself. So, for the answer to his question, having premonitions for me, I knew something was wrong with my mum a good year and a bit before there was any sign of illness. Um, I could smell cancer, <laughs> and oh that's God. honestly, I didn't know that's what it was at the time. But I was having dreams about it as well. And I woke up crying one night. I said to my husband, something's wrong with my mum. Something's mm-hmm. wrong with me. He's like, she's all right. And I was like, no, there's something. It was the dreams I was having. It was in the dreams of where she was hugging me and stuff. It was like a hug I've always wanted. Because she wasn't very tactile with me. Mm. Um, but it's just the way that like, things were happening. The way I was feeling when I put her. And trying to get her to go to a doctor was hard work. Then the morning that we had to... Uh, she was ill, she was in her bed for three days and my mum lies down and nothing I'm very much like her and we just got on with it, you would carry your head that kind of person, but mm-hmm. she was in her bed for three days solid and when the doctor was called in, I, I got the doctor in who was like, no you need to call before 10, I says no, you come to see my mum I says no, I went into surgery took him up, he came up five minutes after me and see when I opened the bedroom door to let him in when he walked past me I went my grand died with lung cancer and he went, who? I went, her mum, that was my grand. And when he walked past me, I thought, where the f- did that come from? Like, I still to this day don't know why that came out of my mouth, but that's exactly the diagnosis my mum had. The whole way through her illness as well, I told them what was happening. I told mm-hmm. them what she needed. I was telling them what was going on. I knew exactly. And even the GP sat and said to my mum one day, you know, she knows more about cancer than me. And I was like, well, I've looked into it really because of a situation. He went, but never did I imagine we'd be here with this diagnosis a day, not once. And then looked at me as if to say, how did you know that? 
he answered to that was, I don't know, because that's just who I am and the way it is. But Prem it must be so hard for you, though. Aye, it was, it was, aye, but um, I don't have any regrets, actually, about mm-hmm. everything that's happened. I miss her, of course, but I, um, but answering the guy, then that would be the the wildest one. Um, but I've also knew about people were going to pass and stuff as well. Something that I see every time somebody's going to pass. Not every single person, but on occasion, eh, somebody's really sick or whatever. Again, that's the stuff that I can feel there's something not right as well. Um, mm-hmm. But not knowing what the thing is, and I'll voice it, and then it turns out something does happen. Um, I have dreams about a year before it, and people go, it's deja vu, and I'm like, no, this isn't deja vu, I've dreamt this. I know what's mm-hmm. going to happen here. I've seen this before. So if you call that a premonition, then I hope that answers this question. And even the thing about meeting your husband as well, like, that's crazy. If that happened to me, I'd write a book about that. That was nearly a premonition as such. That was meant to pick up with somebody else's reading and the energy that was going on in their life. But in my gut feeling, I didn't know. My gut's never done that. I mean, I've loved people before, but I've never mm-hmm. had that feeling in my gut before. That was crazy. And I've never yeah. had it since. So um, a premonition would be seeing something, knowing that it's going to happen. Do you know what I mean? It's that kind of... Mm-hmm. Well, if anybody else has any questions, um, send us a wee voice note. We're on YouTube and um, social media and stuff as well. So send us it in anywhere. You can chat to us. It's after the watershed, so he can swear and talk about whatever. It doesn't he just be about all that. You can ask her Stephen because she's a laugh. She's a legend. She'll talk to you about whatever. Um, it's a normal person <laughs> normal person <laughs> another uh, comment well I'll, I'll you know what I respect you for that I'll take your word you know because I don't mind whenever someone lays themselves bare in front of me and gives their honest word you know I've, I'm a big believer in people and you know it's like the same way I, I'm a big Bigfoot believer because I've heard over like 2000 different stories from oh. park ranchers you know I still <laughs> believe it a human's word still worth something. So fair play to you. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, it's the sort of thing where it's like, I think I'd be a bit too scared to ask her anything about me now. <laughs> Just in case she thinks something or, or she knows something, you know, no one actually wants she to know the day of their death or what happens next. Oh. That's the real frightening. Oh, she's exposed you to that bit. She can see beyond you. What that's is the question? Oh, no, he's, is there a question? He was, on, he was on earlier, he was saying he was a little bit a couple of cans, because that's his Friday night routine, so I think there was no question in it, he just liked it was a wee chat, so that was his reason to put all the appreciation about it. We're streaming live on YouTube as well, we've shared that on our Facebook, so we can't send you a direct link, but if you search the mouth of the coin on YouTube, then we're on there, you can share it, and we're on everywhere, you can put a wee comment in and chat to us. Something I wanted to ask you about though, like, um, I know you've got kids and stuff, like, I don't know if, if they were adopted or whatever, but if you've ever been pregnant and been able to, like, sense that and, like, know before you knew? When my kids adopted, no, but they've been nearly up for adoption a few, a few times. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, my kids are my absolute world as well, but I lost the plot with them at the same time. Um, did I know? I knew when I was pregnant with my son that I was going to have a boy and I knew when I was pregnant with my daughter that I was having a daughter even when the hospital said it looks like pink but don't rush out and buy anything pink so I bought a peach dress didn't buy a pink one <laughs> um, 
I, I knew what I was having. I, I, my strong point seems to be around, I'm going to say that, right? And I, and I bet your spirit will change it for me. I'm saying that, it's a psychic thing as well. Um, but my strong point seems to be that predicting pregnancies and births and stuff. I'm, I don't like to see I'm a fortune teller. Sometimes it happens when you do readings, you do pack up stuff. But mm-hmm. um, I have been able, like, I've, I've even said, the sexier baby when I shouldn't have like it's just like you say that you see kind of thing and you learn along the way like it slipped out because you're just kind of in the flow um a wee bit more self-aware <laughs> with stuff like that with stuff um, but it just comes along um and then people are messaging going you were right and all that and I'm like what who are you because <laughs> I've done a bit a million other reading since it so um I know is that what you were asking? Can it know stuff like that? Or? I like if, if or when you were pregnant or whatever, if, if you've been able to sort of, I don't know, have instincts of like, oh, it's a boy or it's this sort of person or aye, aye, aye. something like that. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, well, I knew, I knew what I was having before I had them anyway. And with my son, I didn't ask to find out. I just knew I was having a boy. Mm-hmm. And I had my son um, when I was 16, so oh, here wow. we go. That's how far back. Um... It's what been your whole life. Aye. My first major thing that ever kind of led me to what the hell is going on with me was a cup flying off a shelf. Um, when I was in a mood of love, anger, frustration, temper, I'd every emotion going built right up inside me. And my mum's answer to everything was a cup of tea, right? Hot mm-hmm. cup of sweet tea. Go and get a kettle on. So I done it in, in the kitchen. And the, I turned, we... I like old fashioned way. I pour the cup of water from a kettle into a teapot and boil up the cooker, right? With tea bags. Oh, really? Cut the tea. Aye. I was oh my, my granny was with you. So uh, I've put the cup on the counter and I turned around to get a teapot. And as I've turned around to get a teapot, I heard the noise like a cup skipping from a counter. And it isn't mm-hmm. a wide kitchen, it's still the one that I'm in now, or it was my mum's house at the time. And the cup flew under my son's high chair while I was screaming at my nut, right? Because I obviously didn't realise what was happening. My mum, grown up in a Catholic house, my mum had Our Lady's Hida from Lourdes with the holy water splashing over me, saying, Oh, Dave, the fundies, and go behind me, saying, Honestly, God, I'm shouting, You're drowning me, you're drowning me. She's like, I go behind me, Satan, real Mary's never fired. And I was like, Hicking, oh my God, this is like exorcist, I'm possessed. But it turns out, so I had to go to like our well-known medium in the area at that point, and she did say, and I'm 17 years old, and she says to me, um, this is how sensitive that your energy is. And she says, one day you'll be doing this work. Um, she says, but the, the reason the cup's moved is you that's moving it. And there's such a thing, I think they call it, is it telekinesis or something like that? They mm. call it, I really know what it is, I call it freaky shit. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I, I've tested it on occasion when I was younger. Um, I made a door close. I've done different. You, you get you regular at bend spoons, right? I can't bend spoons unless I purposely use my two hands. But kind of bad temper. Um, I used to be on that most haunted when you would stare at a spoon. I'd be sitting going because I couldn't get it to bend. But I, but I've done certain things like that in the past. But no, I've never really. It's not really something I constantly. It's quite cool at the time when you find out, and then again. It's like a muscle, you need to keep exercising it. So, um, I've not used that for a, a long time, I'm really interested in that, really, to be fair. Um, mm-hmm. but I uh, that was what led me on my journey to what the hell is going on in my life? What am I possessed? Like, what was that all about? Um, 
uh, things yeah. moving. So it's like we affect energy. So spirit again, everything that's energy based. So it's like mm. I'm in a high high vibration emotion in my own personal life and whatever electronics go, light bulbs go. Actually, got a girl that comes to me for readings that done a training course. That I done a training course that she was leading. Eleven years she'd been taking this course, and every time I sat. I sat at a tap table beside her and her laptop kept going off and she's like, this has never happened in 11 years. And I was like, she didn't know what I was at the time. Um, she said, and I said, maybe I should move. She was like, what? And I said to her and she's just laughed and I moved to the back of the room and it started all going again. Uh, when everything I started walking forward, it was crackling. I went, I'll just sit up here. <laughs> so, um, I, but I, that's just what happens. It's just the way we are. Do you know what I mean? It's just, I can yeah. We're all different, but for me... I'm talking about it as if it's like going for your shopping, but for me it is. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I've been forever. Um, now I understand it. I'm not so freaked out. But my mental health took a, a huge bloat with it all as well. It's been a tough, tough journey. I thought mm-hmm. I was right at the locker. <laughs> and so did the no, doctors. Like, I, I, like, I thought I was going to say, like, I'm not trying to be shady or anything, but like, if you spoke to a doctor or something, they'd be like, you'd obviously need like, some medication or something. Like, they'd be like, doubtful of it. Like, some stuff like that must be hard. Well, actually, I've been uh, <laughs> I've been tested and treated for just about every mental health illness, including schizophrenia, bipolar. Um, there's a there's a lot of conditions that I've been um, diagnosed with and treated for along the mm-hmm. way. To the point, my psychiatrist says, "Kirsty, I don't know what you are. You're just a weirdo." <laughs> and we had a good we had a relationship where he could say it, and I was like, "Thanks very much." And he's like, "Well, you know, <laughs> we don't like being the same as everybody. You like being different." And I went, "No, I do." And now I've got a very good friend that sent me a wee pin badge. We are the weirdos, mister, and I've got a sign for my car. I love it. I love being called a weirdo, but in the past that I used to past it, it was difficult being what I was. And see, when you're growing up, you're trying to find out who you are, and you already feel different from everybody else. And I wouldn't say you're trying to fit in, but you're always trying to find your way when you grow up. I've never really Mm -hmm. been wanting to sit at the popular girls' table. You can't sit with us. I don't know why to sit with you anyway, but... Um, I'm one of them people I'm fine on my MT, but um I it's it's been a it's been a bit of a heartbreaking journey when I look back and I'm no meaning this and thing maybe but I do feel sorry for myself in a lot of ways when I was younger. I wish I could mm-hmm. go back to me when I was younger and say, you know, it's gonna be alright, this will turn out alright, you just need to understand it all first and only through your life will you get to understand it. So Mm-hmm. And here we are today, and I'm sure I've got a lot more understanding left to go yet. So, um, we've got a query for you actually from somebody on um, Instagram that sent in because they can't send a voice note. I don't know how much to tell you how difficult it will be doing this, um, but this person is studying um, psychology at uni just now, but they've been accepted for fashion at college. Um, she's looking for just some general advice. Do you want me to tell your name or? Wait a minute. Does her name start with a C? No, no. What's her name? Right, on you or go. Her first name? Her name's Lucy Jackson. She's asking whether she should go for it or not. Right, so I've been accepted for fashion at college, but I'm trying to do psychology at uni. Um, some advice for that too, please, and if you get any general messages or reasons for Lucy. <laughs> psychology and fashion, not much difference, eh? <laughs> I know. Um, you could start. Uh, you could start a new business by sussing people out by the type of clothes they wear. Mhm. Uh, you know how people look at people the same, isn't it? Aye. You look at people wearing green today. Say it again. 
you could be one of these people who's like, oh, your your set general mood and aura tells me she's wearing green today. Or remember that in Ab Fab, she'd she'd phone like a guru and then um, tell her yeah. to wear that day and to write a song in it. Yeah, but there is there is there is a bit of truth in colour stuff. There is when you work with your chakras and stuff, and then if you're into spells and stuff, you use certain colours of candles to attract stuff. It's everything is about intention. Everything. Somebody told me that because I wore a red cardigan one day when I had a big talk in college, and she was like, "My lecturer says, oh, you must be feeling confident today wearing a red cardigan." I was like. And she says, oh, that means that you're ready for it and you'd be ready to argue with them and ready to stand up for yourself and see your point because you're wearing a red cardigan. I was like, really? Why would I say that it shows you today that you're feeling very passionate about what you want to speak about and what you want to do and how you want to impact people. And I would say that colour makes you feel that you can power that up. So it makes you feel confident by wearing it. It must say, can I do wear red stuff and like if I want to, I don't know, feel confident, I like red as well. I like red as well, but I am I am one hundred percent passion driven. That is my name, really. That's what my first name is. <laughs> Total activist, like like what? Right, I'm telling people. <laughs> and that is. Um, a better answer, uh, Lucy. Oh um, yeah, Lucy. I so Lucy, you. I want to do. You're doing psychology. Well, do you know what? Lucy, get in touch with me because um, I'm wanting to study it myself. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> Uh, no, I really, really do. I ended up doing sociology instead, but I wanted to do psychology. And she was just accepted for fashion. Is that what it is? I accepted for fashion at college. Right. Okay. For some reason, I feel like the staying power is with the psychology side of things, and I feel that the the fashion side of things is something she obviously dabbles with in her spare time but wants to take it forward and I would say that from experience the best creative people are self-taught as well Um, I would say the best psychics are also working with their intuition rather than a textbook same with tarot cards and all that so in mm. that aspect I would say go very much fashion's your creativity it's where you want to take it and we had this conversation about your lego sets nowadays back in the day you used to get a lego set you built what you want and now it comes with instructions you mm-hmm. need to be careful which way you want your fashion to go do you need that bit of paper to get you into it while you're studying what you're really other side is passionate about having psychology behind you could be a good um degree or whatever it is whatever side that you want to do and using the fashion side, use your creative side. The two of them could combine by being self-taught. So you don't really want to give up one thing that you're doing really well in. Because I feel as if she is doing really well in it. Feels as if she mm-hmm. feels she struggles in it. But she actually does pass everything with like a fine... At the very end, she's like, oh, but she gets mm-hmm. it. And that's how I feel as if that goes for her as well. And I feel that she very much likes to learn and study. So I do feel that the fashion side of things is something she should be exploring in her own time. And I think in a long way, she'll combine both of them together um, in some form. So uh, mm, it's up to her. Like, I can only tell you how I feel. Seeing you do a tarot card reading for some days, well, it only gives guidance. You are in charge of your life. You have free will. You can go against mm-hmm. everything in them cards and do what you want as well. Um, but again, you'll think back to reading you had and go, don't. But I, I, that's how I feel about that. But she can let us know if that's if that sounds true or if it doesn't. Um, and see when I'm just talking about that, here, I don't know if she's into the jewelry design side uh, side of stuff. But I kind of seen something. I don't know if she's thought about making earrings or she's had a thought about a design for earrings. But I seen something like that here when I was mm-hmm. talking. Let us know, Lucy. You can message in and let us know what's going on. Like, that's what I was wondering. Is it's hard for you because 
like there's people listening on this on here and then watching online and stuff like that. So if you would feel their energy of being there or something, so I didn't know if it'd be harder doing it online. I just kind of well, I don't know because I might have got that wrong. So we'll just see what Lucy says. It was you'll only get it if she comes back with a response and mm. lets you know. You don't really know who you're talking to online. Take it, but somebody just bamming us up just to wind you up, and make you look bad. <laughs> so you don't really know unless you've got somebody in front of you. And I'm absolutely open to doing that over us as well. Like with people, mm-hmm. however it's going to work. Um, I. I don't mind doing stuff like that as well. I'm sure we can discuss that along the way. But oh, Lucy's actually said, yeah, thank you so much. It's definitely resonating with what you said. Right, okay, cool. Well, there, there you go. go. the answer to your question, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got another one here, this lady Donna. She says that she went to Mary Armour back in the day and she said that she would be doing what she does in years to come. She feels that she's always had an intuition but doesn't know where to start. She likes crystals and she's got them around her house and she always has feelings and intuition, but doesn't know how to develop it. How would you advise her to be able to start, Donna? I would say Donna is exactly the lady that told me I'd be doing this as well. So Really? Um, And I would say as well that how to start, you would find your own instinct would draw you to somebody to mentor you, um, I do mentorship as well. I'm not selling myself to you by any means. You have to go with a person that's right for you, not just because somebody has an ability. You need to go with somebody that's right for you. You need to, and excuse my language to say us, but it is what it is. And you need somebody that cuts through the bullshit and doesn't mm-hmm. turn out a bunch of fanatics from a class and lets everybody believe, oh, it's spirit. No, come on, man. It is just not the way it works, right? Mm-hmm. So you need somebody that is actually talking the truth and somebody that's going to be honest with you. You've got to be able to take constructive criticism as well with stuff because you've got to keep your two feet in the ground when you're doing it as well. You can get carried away. So if you're wanting to develop, you first of all, you find somebody that you're drawn to for your development. You'll contact them and you'll go from there. To go into development, you really need to be committed. You can't be airy fairy where you need to be totally committed to your route as well in your journey. People think it's just a wee hobby and whatever. If you're serious about it and it is what you want to do, it usually finds you anyway and then lead you on a journey of exploration. You'll end up going on an adventure of development and courses and whatever it is. Being drawn to crystals as a healer on you. Um, I've got loads of crystals as well. I could probably build a cave. But they all mean something to me. So, like, I use different stones for different things and, like, everybody else. But I rose quartz is about love. So it's about self-love, promoting love, attracting love, being able to love yourself as much as you give to others, um, opening up your heart space, healing your heart space. And then I've got my tiger's eyes to see if I'm not feeling very confident at times. And everybody thinks oh, I'm really confident. But I'm really. <laughs> I'm really not. Um I get really nervous for stuff, but like I just when I'm tuned into spirit, it, it kind of goes away. You're in some, you're in another vibration. You're on another. When I say vibration, people it means energy, right? It's jargon, but um, I'll use a tiger's eye for myself, and that's like confidence and standing up, speaking your truth, standing up in your own rights, and being able. To, I mean, you get lots of properties in crystals as well. There's crystals experts out there as well. I mean, I, I've got knowledge, but there is so many of them. It means so many different things. I I just use the ones that I'm drawn to. You'll find yourself being drawn to a crystal as well, and um, you you don't know why because you don't even know what it's about. And you get that crystal and you hold it, and you're like, I need to get that. You take it home, you read up about it, and you'll realise it actually matches up with what you're going through at this mm-hmm. moment in time. That the crystal picked you rather than you picked it. Um, crystals have been proven to hold energy as well, and they also they build a relationship with you and adapt to your energy at the same time. 
I charge mine in every full moon. I'm a big moon lover. Uh, people say tune to the moon. Yes, I am. Um, <laughs> I'm, well, my rising sign is Cancer. Um, my, my star sign is Taurus. My rising sign is Cancer, and that's known as the moon child. So I'm very, very sensitive with um, moon phases and stuff like that as well. I charge my crystals under the moon. Some crystals, you can hold them. You can do Reiki, cleanse them like that. Um, some of them, you bury them in the soil. Uh, you can rinse them under water, but not every crystal crystal is susceptible to water um, and sunlight and stuff like that. So I prefer to just use the moon to charge mine because they mm-hmm. all love the moon's light. Um, to go along with it, see the beginning of your journey, that lady, Donna's head is going to be swimming. Like, what way will I go? Mm-hmm. And, you know, take a breath and you go to yourself, what is it I really want to learn first and foremost? Figure that out. Or message me on my Facebook page and ask me, I don't know, like, be mm-hmm. trip. Oh, absolutely yeah. trip. Ask for help. Um, mm-hmm. I've got a similar one. Don't actually, forget. Well, and, and a lady called Christine. Though. As Lady Christine, sort of similar question to Donna, because she works in the hospital here, um, and she says right. that she's been noticing when she's at work, she's noticing the energy from people and the compulsion to speak to people and tell them things, but she doesn't know where it's coming from and it frightens her a bit. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't know whether she should read into that or do anything else on it, um, because it's now getting to the point in her work that it's coming up. Right. There's a lot of nurses, right? So see what I said about being a sensitive? There's a lot of people that goes into care work, and nursing in particular. Mary Armour was a nurse herself. Um, oh, wow. Well. There's, you know, there's a lot of people who go into nursing who um, are sensitive. They have that, they've used that intuitive ability to help them with their career. It's not just in nursing, it's in a lot of things. It's again, I was a mental health and addiction support worker, so um, and I had a good rapport with people and new things and all that. It's not about going to give them readings, it's about knowing how to care for them more mm-hmm. effectively, being more assertive with your care and stuff. So you can use it in your profession, but you don't need to begin up and handing out readings. Again, that's the day with um, personal, um, how you conduct yourself. Um, What's the word? I've went through a blank here. Um, personal responsibility, sorry. That's what I'm looking for. It comes down to that. You can't go about just handing readings out to people. You'll end up getting labelled crazy or lost in your job or something. Uh, but a lot of people, that's the truth, and a lot of people just think you're a whack off. They don't believe it. So it's more mm-hmm. about how you use your ability within your career. So it's not it's not not getting rubbished for it, but using it to your own advantage of helping folk, do you know what I mean? Using it mm-hmm. in a kind of way that suits what you're doing. If you want to do it outside of that and keep it out separate, then that's absolutely fine. Like if you're doing like spirit readings and stuff and connecting with spirit, then that would be outside the nursing, obviously, because you'll get struck off if you medical science will never say this person. I mean, I was treated for schizophrenia for God's sake, hearing voices. Mm-hmm. So medical science doesn't prove what we are. Yeah. Quantum physics touches on it, but medical science doesn't. So, aye. All right. Um, um, well, please be comment another one here. Tell you what, I'll be honest with you. Oh, I'm writing these books now. Are they going to be a success? i put everything into them. My whole hopes and dreams are into them now. It's too far to turn back now. I've spent about £1,000, which is a lot for a man of nothing. And uh, I would just like to know if they're going to be a success. And that's all I want to know so much, you know. Because, you know, I would like to know, is it, should I just turn back now with them? And, you know, just I want to know.
don't know what he did was that big just now. No, just let him. He's all right. He's all right. Like, if he's, like, he's asking. If you, you put all of that into them books, right? And then he's going to take that wherever he's taking it. Now, I'm going to write a book, right? I've got, I'll mm. end up with Lord of the Rings trilogy if I write a book. <laughs> but um, it's said to me constantly as well. But if you write a book and you're putting all that money and effort into it, make sure you're investing your money in the right places. Um, that's, again, that's personal responsibility when it comes to something. That's I could say to you what's going to make it and then you take your own decision because you see the grass is green on the other side. I can't answer that question. That's for you and you've put your energy in and you're going to waste the energy you've put in it. Are you going to let people blindside you by stuff or are you going to let your intuition lead you with it? And one day when that book becomes a success, you said you've got books as in plural, so for me, mm-hmm. it's like, are you really focusing on one book in particular? Who launches a set of books at the same time, unless it's a children's series, or do you know what I mean? You need to get yourself focused on one thing at a time as well. Um, that would be a mentorship part of me coming in there. That you would, you would <laughs> need to focus on one side of things, and it's no. It might sound tricky, and that it's not really. Honestly, it's not. I mean, that we all love in my heart. Um, to be taken seriously, get yourself focused on the one thing. If you want it to be a success, it will be a success. And no, isn't I know it's just not right now. Mm-hmm. It just might not be the right time. But it's you'll make it what you want to make it. Law of attraction and everything in it. Yeah. Good luck with your books, Zippy. We hope it does become successful when you put them out. You need to, like you said, you need to put them out and put yourself out there a wee bit. Is it, um, see, going back to uh, Christine's question, is it hard for <laughs> you being in a hospital and picking up energies and stuff? I feel sick, people. <laughs> um, I'm not particularly um, fond of hospitals, to be fair. But um, for that reason, to sick people breaks my heart. Like, I want to go around everybody and help them all and sit with them. And at one time I was uh, volunteering to, or I went to see, I was interviewed to volunteer to sit with people who were dying because they weren't left mm-hmm. on their own at the end of their life. But and my mum took ill, so I couldn't do it. But um, that took over everything. So I, I feel more, it's like people's sadness or people's joy or people are laughing and smiling. I can feel there's something behind that as well. A supermarket's a hard place to be more than anything. It's, honestly, when people mm-hmm. are in hospital, they're getting cared for unless obviously they're terminal and they know they're going to go. But usually people find some sort of peace and it's usually visitors that are coming in and they're finding that peace. Um, because people are medicated or whatever. But supermarkets are the most honest to God. Actually, I don't go shopping a canny until a certain time that it's quiet and that it's like a war inside me. Emotions are mm-hmm. crazy. So, yeah. Um, I kind of asked you about, about the politics one, but like when celebrity headlines come up and say, oh, this, this, these people are getting divorced or like the whole Meghan and Harry thing and everybody war over that and saying the royal family or this and that, do you get like feelings on that or intuition that leads you a certain way? I have my own opinion on that, shall we say. Mm. Um, I don't know how far to go with that, you know. Um, so people wouldn't want to upset anybody's opinion again. You just say whatever, whatever your feelings are, whatever you're comfortable with. Forget anybody else. I've never really been a particularly big fan of the royal family, I've got to say. Um, mm-hmm. Apart from Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, uh, I like Prince Harry. He's a bit of a rebel. He lives by his own rules, but he's still a well-respectable person as well. He's still got a good mm-hmm. heart and his mental health has suffered greatly through what he's been through and he's got all these other people around about them that influence that and people think because all that it's like it's what they say that people follow the sheep the black one 
black, if you're allowed to use the term of black sheep, I don't even know if it's whatever you use for that, right? Um, mm. But that would be like me. Like, you might have a bunch of people all saying, no, this is the way, this is the way. You're the only person saying, no, this is the truth. We're well, that nobody wants to listen to that. It doesn't mean to say you're wrong. Um, it just means to say that there's more power behind all them people that are believing something else that's just not truth. Something else is an illusion, and no disrespect to anybody that absolutely loves all that stuff. I'm married into a family that absolutely respects all that too, but I'm entitled to my feelings as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to it, Megan and uh, as well with Harry, I've never been a big fan of hers. I was I watched Suits with my husband before we even knew she was with him, and I didn't like her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't see much difference in an interview with than what I did as the actress and the role she played in Suits, and that kind of mm-hmm. baffles me a bit with that. Um, the whole side of the mental health thing where people were jumping on it, I don't agree with it at all. I could see it in her face. Of course, it's strugg- she's struggling. Do you know what I mean? Um, who wouldn't But um, I think a lot of things are kept close to the truth at the same time. And you know, I just don't want to disrespect anybody. Like, it is what it is. It's not my life. I'm not in amongst it. It doesn't matter what I think. Everybody can tell me I'm wrong and put me down for that day. So, it's, mm. I, I just right. hope um, Prince Harry doesn't come out of it. The loser, because he's uh, he's been through enough in his life. He's uh, mm-hmm. and I almost vulnerable with it all. Um, and again, he lost his mum at a young age. I was ten when I lost my own dad, and I know how it shapes your life. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't in the public eye, but my dad was well known. Uh, so as much as he's in the public eye with media, it was a lot of attention on my situation when I was ten, and uh, it affects everything. It affects your whole growing up. It affects your life choices and what you go through in your life as well. So I, it's uh, that's huge. It's all huge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, let's grab another comment we've got. So, just out of interest. So, <laughs> do you know what happens after? Like, do you know, do you know that there, if there is there a heaven? You know, and I know it's like the million dollar question and everything, and um, but you know that's the thing that gives me comfort that. If if you know you can sense things, you know, I de- definitely think you know. There's a lot of the mind we haven't found out yet, um, and there's a lot of stuff we don't know yet, um, you know. But and that's why I'm really big into ghost stories and why I'm a big into the Bigfoot and everything, because if these things are true, that means there's a heaven. And that's the fucking, that's all I want to know is that's that a surety. That, that would make life so much easier. It's a big question. I've never booked a flight or been so, I don't really. <laughs> <laughs> um, heaven, I've experienced things on this side of life that I would call an absolute heaven. The day I had my first child and held them in my arms, that was heaven to me. Um, it depends what heaven means to you. There's a spirit world. And there's a world mm-hmm. where spirit go, and apparently it's like walking through another door. So there, there's another realm, um, there's another a world that combined with it's combined with ours. It's the unseen world. Um, heaven probably comes down to um, a religious view as well. A man-made religion thing. What heaven is? It's what we're taught, isn't it? But that's where heaven is. What do you believe that heaven is to yourself? Um, for me, I believe there's another real, there's another world within our world and all around us. Um, it vibrates in such a high level of energy that 
in our human condition, our human life, that we cannot see it, um, but we can feel it, we can experience it, and we can blend with it um, if we work with it. Um, if you believe in heaven, if you believe in heaven, there is a heaven. You can believe in anything and it will come true. What your energy is and what you put your thought into will absolutely be true for you. If that keeps you going, if it's like with people, their faith, their God is a goat, and if that's keeping their faith strong and their belief system strong, then who's to say that's wrong? It's their higher power at the end of the day. I can't tell you, I've never been to heaven. There was a few times where I should be dead. <laughs> um, I've never actually died, as far as I know, um, to come back, although I've been close to it. Um, but I've never actually visited heaven to say, is that be like, I have been there. Um there's there's a, a thing there, there was a series on Netflix there it's called um, Surviving Death uh, watch mm-hmm. that um, there's quite a few stories on that and there's quite a few mediums on that as well that talk from well known mediums as well uh, I can't I've never had readings from any of them I can't vouch for that but um, good some good stories and stuff some some really interesting stuff especially when it comes to mediumship and development and all that. But I can only answer the questions that I'm knowledgeable knowledgeable about. I can't make things up for you, I'm afraid. So it's kind of interesting. Like the end of the world that we're in might be sort of similar to the way people were raised as we were. That's sort of like there's there's like two sides almost. There's Catholic people and there's Protestant people, and there's different views on either side, and the various like connotations that come along with them. And it's interesting that like when I was young, that was either people people were on either side of that line. But I feel that these days a lot of people are looking to like spiritualism and other alternatives for some sort of comfort because life can just be too hard sometimes and they're starting to open up to the fact and not have that fear. There might be something else out there, maybe there's something else I can should consider rather than what was taught at school. My, my granda, I didn't meet him before I was born, but my granda was an atheist and didn't believe in anything, Ashley. So, uh, and then when he passed away, my mum got a visit from him, so... Well, uh, you find you find out the truth when you're past. I I, do, I can't, as I said, I can't answer that. You you, everything you're taught when you're growing up is what your belief system's based around. Until you start having life experiences yourself, that's what should shape your belief system, not what mm-hmm. you're told. What's heaven to me? It might not be heaven for another. I like quiet time. Some people always need company. That's heaven for me. That's heaven. Do you know? It's like it <laughs> yeah. depends what your perspective is. So. I, I don't even know if that's answering my question, but I can't answer that um, specifically if I don't know the answer to that is what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm a psychomedian, my day readings, I only know what I know. I love a human life as well, and that's that's how I am. I'm never going to be the big I am that claims to know everything because that's just bullshit, really. I think that's the biggest takeaway from speaking to you, and that's a good thing of people hearing you speak because you will just say it as it is. Whereas a lot of psychics I've seen, like on TV and stuff, and where they speak to, they seem as if they are, they all know, and they'll say these things as if it's sort of factual. But it, I think it's been good for people to listen to you and see, like, she's just a real person. Like, don't come up to her in the supermarket and ask her if you know somebody's with you and ask these things. Like, people that have got that ability are still people as well. I don't mind anybody asking me for help. Do you know what I mean? That's what I'm all about, being of service and. Um being a healer and being able to offer that support and help to other people absolutely of course and I've got my, my Facebook page Kirsten McGregor Burns Psychic Medium and Mentor and people can contact me if they if they want a reading or if they they need some guidance or whatever but then again the respect thing is the, 
I through hardships as well. So, I, and mm-hmm. I live with a lot of illness myself. So, if I'm out and I don't need a stop with me, I'm generally in a lot of pain as well. So, I'm mm-hmm. trying to get back at the same time. There is a time and a place. First off, I'll never refuse to help anybody. But just when I help them, it might be a wee bit different from how, like, on the spot. I've got a family mm-hmm. and stuff that's important to me. That's my having been with my family, yeah. my kids and my husband. So, um, I, but I'm always open to helping folk, guy. And don't think that they can approach me because they absolutely can. I would advise them, but try and contact me. Um, mm-hmm. what in the appropriate channels? Do you know what? Yeah. Oh, that sounds that, right, does it? No, it's, it's right. On that, though, we'll let you get back and enjoy your weekend with the rest of your family. Could up a lot of your evening, but we really appreciate you coming. It's been lovely speaking to you, and we, we hope that you could come back and speak to you again because it's been brilliant. I likewise. Um, I've loved it. I've absolutely loved it. I've enjoyed the questions as well, and. I want everybody to feel out there that there is no silly questions, so don't be sitting there being the one that's like what we were like as kids in the classroom, scared to put your hand up and ask. There is no wrong there is no wrong questions. Um and you're never going to know unless you ask. And if I don't know the answer, I don't, and if I do I'll answer it. But you'll never be made to feel stupid from me either for asking stuff. Um mm-hmm. so if I'm back or yeah, anybody honestly I'm such a I'm just an open person to things. So if anybody wants to know anything. Baron. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, Kirsty. Anybody wants to get in touch and maybe look at anything that Kirsty's up to or even chat with her, you can find her on Facebook at Kirsty McGregor Burns Psychic Medium and hopefully she'll come back and speak to us again um, and we can continue our wee chat. But thank you so much, Kirsty, for taking the time and um, hopefully we'll speak to you again. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thank you so much, Ashley. And I'm wishing you all the blessings in the world for Mouse and the Clyde that you go from strength to strength. And I'm sure thank you will. You so it's much. a great wee show. But it's been amazing so to speak to you. So thank you. It's a pleasure as always to speak to you. You're a legend. We love you so much. Uh-huh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Take I'll care. Speak I'll to see you, you soon. all later. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.